Welcome to Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters, people, and God. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, which invites you to know and show the welcoming heart of God. We all long for a life that matters, to give ourselves away for the next generation, to invest in things that will outlive us, and as my pastor said recently, to age intentionally and strategically. No matter what age we are, we are all growing older. There's no stopping that train. We want to grow something besides old. Thank you for joining me today at Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life. Hello, I'm so happy today to introduce my friend, Amy Walker. She is from New Zealand, and I first um, heard about her through the Joyful Life magazine. I, I uh, off or submit magazine, uh, magazine articles every once in a while to them, uh, actually every time, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they get published. And we submit them, so. They, uh, the magazine is delightful. You know, if you're my regular subscriber, that I'm always talking about them and trying to get you to subscribe because you will not um, regret it, and it's worth every penny, and it's beautiful, and uh, so uh, Amy writes the Bible studies for the Joyful Life magazine, and I asked her today if she could be part of my podcast to talk about legacy, but first, Amy, if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about your family, where exactly you live, and what time is it there in New Zealand? So it is Tuesday, and it is quarter past one mm-hmm. in the afternoon, not the morning, okay. and I live in Auckland, New Zealand, and okay. we are really blessed. We live on a little peninsula um, in the north part of Auckland, which is New Zealand's biggest city, Hmm. um, which is only a million, 1.4 maybe million Hmm. people. So it's tiny for most of you. Um, But we live on a little peninsula right by the beach. So we have amazing views and we can walk to several beaches within a couple of minutes. So it is- Within a couple of minutes, you've said. Within a couple of minutes, yeah. Wow. And is is it warm? Is it warm to go to the beach? There. Uh, it is this time of year because it's okay. spring for us at the moment. You mm. guys are in autumn or fall, as yes. you call it. Yes. Um, but it, we're heading into summer, so it is really warm at the moment. But Auckland has quite a mild climate. We don't get any snow or anything like that. So um, our, our degrees are different to you. We're in Celsius, so I won't mm-hmm. tell you what temperature it is because it will sound freezing to yes, you. Yes, I understand. <laughs> um, but I have been married to Dave for 18 and a half years. We met when I was 16 yeah. and we've been together ever since. Hmm. And we've got four kids together and they range from four through to nearly 25. Our oh, eldest wow. turns 25 in a few weeks now. Um, so we have every stage and every season <laughs> in our house. We have preschoolers, we have tweens, we have a teen. And we have adult children, so um, sometimes that has its challenges being spread through completely different stages, but it also has real blessings that our youngest, who is our only boy, also has a lot of extra parents as well. Extra parents, yeah. Yeah, but that is so great. I bet they're going to be great big sisters to him. They are great big sisters. And at the moment, I've been homeschooling our two girls who are 11 and going on 14. Mm -hmm. Um, But our 14-year-old is heading back to high school next year for her last couple of years of school. And tell me, um, how did you get associated with the Joyful Life magazine? So I was part of an online blogging group called His Grace Girls. And they do all these share threads. And so one of the Instagram accounts that 
popped up one week to follow was the Joyful Life magazine. And so I went along and followed it. And then they opened up applications for devotion writers. Mm. So I submitted a couple of sample devotions and got accepted to the devotion writer team. And from there, got to know CND, the founding editor. Um, and it must have been about August last year, so August 2018, I had a Bible study that I'd already written on the book of Philippians called Counting It All Joy. Mm. And I thought, well, maybe this would be helpful for them as they're establishing. Maybe they could use it for an opt-in or something. So mm. I contacted Sandy and said, hey, I've got this study. If you would like to use it to um, you know, help grow your ministry in this season, I'm happy for you too. And she <clears> said, we'd love to, but would you like to teach it for us um, in the community group? So that was kind of where it all began and then in December last year she invited me to come on as the community manager and to um, write and run quarterly bible studies for the community so mm. that's kind of how that all came about a New Zealand girl joining mm. an American magazine based in Arizona and you recently came to Arizona from Auckland I is that did. correct for a little bit my first long haul overseas <laughs> flight I flew 19 hours within 24 hours and it was long. Yes. <laughs> there are shorter routes that I'm going to try next year, next time. <laughs> well, I think next time you should just host it and make them do all the flying. Yeah, I did say New Zealand is really beautiful and you know, <laughs> we could host you by the beach, but it was an amazing experience. Um, Arizona is so hot though, even in yes. fall, it was, um, yeah, I don't know how people live there. <laughs> It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, the desert has its own beauty, but wow. Yeah. For someone who's used to being outside all the time, I have to be honest, um, not being able to be outside was really difficult. Well, you know, I'm a hospitality blogger. So next time to say um, the retreat will be at Sue's at Central Coast of California. <laughs> She'll cook the, for us. <laughs> I will cook for you. And it's seven miles from the Pacific Ocean. So not quite as close as you. Okay, for today, I want to, of course, talk about legacy. Um, you, I knew you would have a lot to offer because you've taught the Bible, and that's where our main legacy wisdom comes from. So uh, what legacy do you want to pass down to those you know and love? And I don't mean only your children, but to those who uh, are part of your ministry. Yeah, so I thought about this in a twofold way, both, you know, my nearest and dearest, but also my extended family, the body of Christ. And, you know, obviously, we want everyone to love Jesus. It's really that simple. Um, but I think my particular passion is to see people grow into maturity in Christ. Mm. And that's why my passion is to help them open their Bibles. Because I think about some of the passages in Scripture, <laughs> like, Jesus's temptation and his ability to fight back against the enemy was because he knew the word. I mean, ultimately he is the living word, but when Satan misquoted scripture to him, Jesus was able to say, no, 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 this is what it says. <laughs> yeah, this is and what you it know, really Paul, says. when he's talking about in Ephesians, that he's, he expresses this desire that we would grow up in all things in maturity in Christ and that we wouldn't be infants anymore tossed about by false teaching. And we can't discern what's false if we don't know what's true. So for me, it's a huge passion to see believers move beyond that moment of salvation and grow up in all things into the fullness that Christ has for them. And I know that the scriptures are an integral part of that. So 
I'm really passionate about maturity in the word. And yeah, I guess that's my heart for my children to try and help them open their Bibles, which truthfully in this season is challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to help the wider family of Christ open their Bibles and to engage with its truth and also to hear, you know, I believe scripture has both a logos, you know, a timeless message that's about its context and its history and what was happening, but it's also a living word. So it has a rhema word that God is able to speak into our specific lives and our circumstances. So I want believers to understand both of those um, messages of the Bible, to know its context, to know it accurately, but also to allow it to be God's voice in their everyday lives to lead them in wisdom for the decisions that they have to make. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a retreat series called Growing Something Besides Old, and I just heard that <laughs> I just heard that title years ago. It's um, a great title. I, I only, at that time, I had small children. I was only reading titles of books, so not whole books. I really don't know what that book is about, but I stole the title because we all are growing older, but we're, yeah. not, all, we're not at the same time. It doesn't guarantee that we will grow up. Yeah, and God, God loves us as children, but he d- greatly desires for us to grow up. And the only way, really, and one of the main ways, of course, is through the word is what you just said. What... Um, well, you wanted to say two passions. Was that, were you going to add on to that? Well, or? I guess those, they go together, the maturity and yeah, the word. Okay. So yeah, bringing those yeah. together. Right, right. What do you find is the greatest challenge in trying to encourage, I mean, we can say it till we're blue in the face, especially to our children, but um, to others and say, you know, you just need to know the word. Does that sound, come across as pat or how do you get over Um, I wouldn't want anybody to think that I'm just faking it because I'm a Bible teacher, but how do you get it so that that somehow the excitement of it would translate into their lives? Oh, gosh, that's a huge question. I don't know if I really fully know the answer, but I think, um, firstly, I think living by example, you know, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to my kids, I can try all the things in the world to get them to read their Bibles. But if they don't see me doing it, then that's going to be pretty hollow to them. So I guess I start first by, am I a woman of the word? Am I loving it? Am I enjoying it? Am I disciplined with it? Um, And answering that question and doing that, I guess, and allowing that to be the overflow. And I think you know, the joy of the Lord's contagious, isn't it? And so when we have a passion for something, Mm -hmm. I hope that it naturally flows on. But what Mm -hmm. I've tried to do with my studies is to, with the format I use, so I use a three-prong format. They read the scriptures for themselves first. If there are any words or concepts or historical context that if they don't understand, they will really misunderstand that passage, I will include a brief study note with their reading section. Then I do a reflection that kind of draws out the different themes and gets them thinking about what does this actually mean at a practical level for us? And then I move into the third R, respond. I love me some good alliteration. (laughs) Um, Respond. So there's some questions. Some of them are really exegetical, getting them to dig into what is the scripture actually saying. And some of them are more like personal responses. Like, am I doing this? What do I sense God might be saying to me? And so my heart with those, I guess, three stages of writing a study is to get them started on the journey, hold their hand a little bit, but not 
um, not dilute the word, if that makes sense, because often, um, and don't hear me wrong, I love devotionals. I use them with my kids, you know, the ones where there's one little verse and a mm -hmm. short, snippy thought. You know, I use those with my kids most mornings just because it's short and sweet to get it in them and it just starts the day off on the right note. But we also need to be able to dig deeper. And I guess that's my heart is to in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming um just help people get started mm -hmm. because i think once we get started it's addictive mm -hmm. because once that. we yeah. learn and you know taste it for ourselves that god is good we want to keep we want to keep eating on the word i can um I kind of had this visual of you taking uh someone's hand and saying let's step into this water and they're afraid of swimming and yet you're you have a a hold of them and then yeah. as they go in and then you actually help them swim and then they're on their own and they yeah. can go into the deeper water and even deeper water can symbolize trials that we have and yeah. god trusts us i think with trials just like he trusted job with trials because that's when we really know who god is i yeah. i never welcome trials i don't want to go after trials even brother lawrence <laughs> said don't pray for trials we don't need to they come but but to um when i watch my children go through trials that's harder on me than it is for me to go through trials have you experienced Absolutely. that why is that because we want to protect them mm -hmm. we, <laughs> we want them to make them the right to choice. yeah we, don't want we would hurt. rather hurt for them and that's the reality mm -hmm. isn't it that's so true yeah. have you had to make any changes in your life or obstacles to overcome to um give out your passion like uh, anything in the past i don't really know you yeah um so i was the associate pastor in our local church before i started doing this and i've been on staff for about nine years we've been part of the church for nearly 18 we'd helped plant it um it had been a process to become an ordained pastor <laughs> and um so i had my probationary credentials <clears throat> for a number of years and nine months after I got fully ordained, God said to me, um, I want you to resign. I want you wow. to be at home full time with your kids. And I want you to start writing. And I want you to trust that ministry can take a different shape in this season of mm -hmm. your life. And there was a whole lot of stuff going on in that season, but that was kind of it in a nutshell. We couldn't afford for me to not have a job. Um, and <clears throat> who was I if I wasn't Amy, the associate pastor? So there was a whole lot of trust involved in that step of, okay, Lord. And for nearly three years, we went without an income from me and we actually poured into writing these studies, producing the resources. You yourself will know all the hidden costs that go into having websites and promoting it and all those kind of things. So. We really put a stake in the ground as a family and my husband was incredibly supportive and just was like, this is what I believe God is calling you to in this season. The first 18 months, I kid you not, our kids were continually sick. I felt like I could mm. never leave the house and we knew that it was spiritual because every single time I was speaking somewhere or I was writing a new study, um, sickness would just set in. And we just really felt like God said, stand firm. You know, it says, I think it's James, resist the devil and he has to flee. Mm -hmm. And so we just felt like this was a season of us standing firm and being obedient to what we felt God was calling us to as a family. And then, you know, 
God miraculously opened up this door with the joyful life. And, you know, I think only God could have managed to get me into a blogging group because I didn't belong to blogging groups. It wasn't really my thing. Um, But someone had said, join this group. And within a few weeks, I'd connected with the joyful life. And Mm. so there was a lot of laying down for us to pursue this passion. Um, I've also had to battle the the fear of comparison. There are so many amazing Bible teachers and writers out there. Why would why would I need to add my voice to the mix? Um, and I think when it comes, to, so those are things for me personally. And then I think at the external um, side, there's the resistance. You know, the hard hearts of our children, of people that we minister to, and. You just really have to be praying that the Holy Spirit would do what only he can do and soften the ground of their hearts. And um, I guess with my kids, I've tried to make it fun. So with the teenagers, like, let's go have a burger and read the Bible. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Good idea. How can I I bribe them? I've literally paid them $20 to memorize passages Mm -hmm. of scripture. Mm -hmm. You know, I will do whatever it takes to entice them. And again, with the Bible studies, it was my heart that they'd be visually beautiful. Um, Those things that, you know, just like we've been saying, hold people's hand, get them started on what is a beautiful journey, but can be scary if we don't know where to start. If Mm -hmm. we've had no history and no context of being in the Bible. So um, yeah, those are some of the internal and external obstacles that I would have to overcome i have about 14 things i could ask you about from that (laughs) lovely answer to my question but we don't have enough time um no no i'm determined to have short podcasts so people listen and uh so i think we'll have you on again amy but uh you can be thinking about these questions Uh, how do you how what did you mean laying down because you had to lay down things don't answer it okay Uh, how, how does a, a person go about um, knowing who they are when they've been known as a certain job or role? I've written about that. I've, I've experienced it. Um, I'm not, I am not my ministry. I am a child of God, that type of thing. Um, how do you stand firm in the midst of sickness or obvious satanic attack? I mean, all these things you can tell where she has uh, our Amy has so much to share with us, but um, in closing, and we will have you on again, if you don't mind, but Um, what, and also I want to talk about mentoring with you because I think at every age I, you know, met with a mentor this morning, who's maybe just five or six years older than me, but she's been through different things and she's Mm. loves the word and she encourages me and prays for my children. Maybe that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, so, um, we love anyone who prays for, for our children. Yeah, I'll bring you. Food. <laughs> oh, I want to add when you said about uh, bribing your children, my uh, mentor, Lori, said that when her kids were in junior high and high school, she would pay college kids, good Christian college kids, yeah. to take them out to breakfast and she would treat. Yeah. And I thought that is so pragmatic yeah. and it's smart. We've done something similar, approached some young adults in our church that we know would be great role models for our kids Mm -hmm. and said, would you be interested in connecting with them? And they've said yes, which is awesome, you know, and I hope that it will be a blessing to them as well in their faith. Exactly, whatever it takes. Um, In closing, what wisdom would you like to share? Actually, I want to just ask you a question. If someone has heard something today that says, gosh, I wish I love the word like Amy loves the word, what would you tell them? Ask God. Mm. 
ask God to give you that desire. Um, and just know that I'm praying for everyone listening the, to this podcast that, yeah, that there would be an impartation of that love of God's word for you as you listen to Sue and I talk about it. But ask, you know, he's the giver of good gifts and, you know, it's his heart that we would love his word. So I think you just start by asking. You just start by asking. And when you're in it, you just say, Holy Spirit, make this come alive to me. Give me the understanding that I need because we actually can't read scripture just in our own understanding we need the holy spirit to help us understand it so i would pray absolutely pray and ask yeah and he does warn us about knowledge puffs up i mean we can know a lot about scripture but not really be passionate about jesus and that's and something people i want to read yeah. the whole bible and who mm. technically know it and have still rejected christ so you know it's ultimately a love letter and so that's the other thing that i would say is read it through that lens that this is the letter of a loving father wanting his children to be able to know him and mm -hmm. that changes how we see it okay well thank you so much and uh i know you've just loved listening to my friend amy and you will see links on the show notes as to how you can purchase some of her all of her bible studies and also get us um get acquainted with the joyful life magazine isn't that right amy yes absolutely okay Thanks all right thank you so thank you bye-bye until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at welcomeheart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.